Welcome to another episode of the Match Dar. <laughs> that was very good. That was a perfect intro. I'm gonna leave it like that. No, I dream about that life for so long. That intro. Yeah. Wow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to, to an, a an new episode, episode of, of the, the Matcha, Matcha Diaries. Diaries. Okay, we can practice that a yeah. little bit. Um, but I feel like we should mention that the Matcha Diaries was probably a key part of our relationship at the beginning and you learning English. And maybe you like learning about me as well. What do you think? Yeah. Tell the podcast listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I, I feel a bit embarrassed right now, so I just need to go. Yeah, you like, need to like get into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, for sure. I like learn about you a little bit and for definitely I learn. I, I, I could be able to practice a little bit. Yeah. Like how to listen yeah. in English. Yeah. And you still listen to every episode. English. Which is very good. Kind of, yeah. Kind of? Almost everything. <gasps> what have you not listened to? I don't remember. Oh. When when you don't talk about me, it's like kind of boring, <laughs> in my opinion. So, yeah, one key fact about Marco is that he loves himself a lot, and he loves when we speak about him on the podcast. Truth. Which, to be honest, is probably all of us. You're just like more honest than others. Also true. You're more honest, egocentric. I'm egocentric and honest. Yeah, that's good. Good mixture, at least. Okay. So, as you can tell, we have a different guest here today. I'm Cara. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Cara looks a bit different. Oh, yeah. She has more hair on her face <laughs> today. Um, but yeah, we're joined by Cara, a.k.a. Marco, who is my boyfriend. For who doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we did, well, I recorded an episode on long distance, like kind of titled like part one two weeks ago and it was just me talking about my thoughts etc so I promised in that episode to bring my boyfriend on because I'm in Italy currently to, bring, to force yes to force course. my boyfriend to finally come on the podcast because it's been a very long time coming and for so long I've wanted Marco to first of all we wanted to do an episode on my confidence and maybe that's still gonna come because Marco is um a very confident guy in a very good way. So I feel like we could all learn from you. And But today we got some more questions on long distance. So I feel like we can just have a little bit of a chat about our relationship. <sighs> Which is, I think, what every boyfriend wants to talk about on yeah. the podcast, right? Can't wait for it. <laughs> okay, so to introduce the whole thing, shall we do our highs and lows? Okay. Do you I... want me to start or do you want to start? Let's... Okay, I'll start okay. with highs. Yeah. there's no low for both of us, right? There's definitely a low for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no. Highs, it's probably yesterday night that mm -hmm. we went to our favorite restaurant. <clears throat> so nice. We yeah. talked a little bit about us, our project, our future. So it's always so, so nice. Yeah. And honestly, I can think about a lot. Yeah. I like. Obviously, I'm, for who doesn't know, <laughs> I live in Italy right now. And I am uh, finished my master's degrees. Yeah. And in the meantime, I'm also working full time. And also, I unfortunately <laughs> have a long distance relationship. Wow, unfortunately. <laughs> 
So, no, there's a lot of things going on yeah. in my life at the moment. And hopefully in future, in the very close future, yeah. there will be only probably work. Yeah. Because our relationship <laughs> will turn in a... Obviously. <laughs> but yeah, so obviously it's not a, a low, but definitely I'm like a little bit stressed in the yeah. last period. But at the same time, I can, I can say I can handle pretty well. Like our relationship is going perfectly. <laughs> uh, master degree is almost finished. Work is, everything is good. Yeah. I'm the best. <laughs> wow. <laughs> As you can tell, Marco's not only very confident, he's also very optimistic, which I do love about you, because mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not no, maybe the more. most optimistic uh, always. And I can definitely use your side in terms of reminding myself of the positives. You really helped me in that. For me, highs and lows. High is definitely like being here with you again. And yeah, just spending time with you. Yesterday we were like in the park in the morning and it was so nice to just, I don't know. I think the problem with long distance, and we've spoken about this before, is that I feel like when we're not together, it's really difficult for me to focus on the present and like be fully present because I feel like one part of me is always with you, like it's always somewhere else. And I also have to be like attached to my phone always mm -hmm. to some, you know, because that's like our only means of communication. Very yeah. grateful to it, obviously. But it means that I feel like I often, yeah, that that often is just something that's always in my subconscious. I'm always aware of it when we're not together. So when we're together, it feels like that part of me can like finally let go and I can feel a lot more just like in the present moment, actually focusing on what's going on and Yeah, yesterday morning we were just like, we went to a park and you were writing your thesis. I was reading my book and it's summer, like it's proper summer. It's and so hot, yeah, it's hot. really hot. Yeah. We had like a, a coffee before and it was just, yeah, perfect for me. So that's my high. My low is that I was sick last week. And it also coincided with me being on my period, which was just amazing. So I can't tell like what was period symptoms and what was like sickness symptoms because I think they both made each other worse. I ended up like waking up one of the nights at like 5 a.m. and vomiting and stuff. And wow, I... great content for the Imagine <laughs> right. The Aries deserves to know. <laughs> um, so that was really not great. And it coincided with like a really big week at work. And I was supposed to like go into the office and present in person. And then I ended up having to present virtually and it just all yeah I, I felt really guilty about it as well because then I couldn't be there so that was kind of you know just me sick overthinking <laughs> was not great um but then I feel like Marco's cured me now that I've seen him so that's been good <laughs> which honestly I think honestly that shows like how much stress I subconsciously have when we're like not together And I mean, this is maybe something that because I feel like whenever we've spoken about our long distance or I've spoken about long distance on the podcast, I'm always like very po positive about it. I'm like always very positive, like even when I speak to anyone new about it. And I do feel positively about long distance, but I definitely won't lie and say that it's like gotten a lot more difficult as time has continued. Like the downsides have gotten more as our relationship has progressed because I feel like I'm more attached to you now hmm. than I used to be, you know? Yeah, it's the same for me. Thank yeah. You. 
Okay, we're going to get into the questions now. Are you ready, Marco? Okay, let's do it. Okay. For, yeah, Marco's a little bit stressed about this whole thing, so you have to cut him some, some slack. Um, but you are excited to be here, right? Super excited. <laughs> like, it's probably the highest of my entire year. Yeah, this should be the high of the entire year. <laughs> I, want, uh, I want you to submit it in our, our reflections of the year. Okay. Voice notes that will do. I would try. Yeah, because this year I didn't do it. Yeah, you didn't. Very disappointed. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely not a, a good matcha girly. No, you need to improve. I will. Okay. First question is, I'm also in a long distance relationship and I'd like to know how you and your partner have talked about how we'll move. Mm. I feel like with all of this, I'm going to let you answer first okay. and then I'm going to give my thoughts after. Okay. No, let's just chat about like, <laughs> don't otherwise it's like uh, two set solo episodes in Okay, okay. Let's just discuss about that. We have we've had different plans. Yeah. As our relationship has continued. Like at the beginning, I feel like we didn't really speak about it at the very beginning. Because <laughs> at the at the beginning we couldn't speak. <laughs> no, I, I remember that at the beginning caused my very low level of English the only way we could see our future was like you to move to yeah. Italy because obviously I couldn't uh, move like somewhere else because I honestly couldn't work with English yeah. at all so I needed to to learn better the English and, and to be fair you were like already ready to 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 move here yeah. move to Italy so was a very beautiful proof of love, to be fair. Yeah. But then... <laughs> yeah, because then, yeah, I was thinking of moving to Milan. That was, like, last yeah. year. And then I don't know what changed. I think you becoming more integrated in, like, my London world as well. Like, you're such close friends. Yeah, first of all, but also, like, I heard many friends of mine yeah. that used to live in Milan. And mm. it's... I mean, it's obviously very finance-oriented, so... Yeah perfect for a career and stuff like that but at the same time it's not like the the best way uh, the, the best place where I wanted to like spend my like 25 to 30 I don't know yeah. or you know like the probably the best decades or the best like couple of years of our life you know especially because I started yeah for sure to came more often to, to London and I I discovered another, another word, another, yeah. you know, even in terms of people, in terms of like places, opportunities and services. So yeah. obviously like Milan at the beginning was like, cause I thought was the most internet, it is actually the most international city in Italy. Yeah. So I thought, okay, if I can move in a foreign country and she got a uh, move to to Italy, let's at least find like a compromise and let's go in the yeah. city where we can see, we can find like the best solution for us, the best like, yeah, compromise. But at the same time... Okay, car having like a field day. I don't know if you can hear it, but there's like a car honking. Feels like we're in Rome. Oh, it's also starting to rain. <gasps> Summer rain. That's beautiful. But yeah, so after when I started a little bit to speak English, I'm still like 
need to learn a lot. <laughs> but I, I think now I can manage pretty well, like a conversation. Yeah. I, yeah. Spoiler alert. I also did some interviews for yeah. like jobs because obviously we are planning to um, uh, live in the same city. So yeah. So our plans changed. And then we were going to look at London. So you yeah. were going to move after, to after London. After Milan, what, what was like our plan? We, we never discussed, actually. I think just like... Because I remember beginning of last year, I was still going to move to Milan. So we must have discussed it early last year that we were going to change our plans. And you must have brought it up because I wouldn't have been like, oh, yeah. I think I prefer you to move. Mm-hmm. So you must have brought it up. And then you started applying probably end of last year. Yeah, around, I think... October, November. Yeah. When I moved to my current company. Yeah. And we set ourselves like after I think it was like a month or so of you applying and you noticed that it was really difficult with like Brexit to get any replies. I remember we set ourselves like a deadline. We were like, okay, if you don't have anything by May 29th, which gave us like half a year, then we'd look at other countries, which is now the position we're in currently. Yeah. <laughs> so. But at some point, yeah, I'm like super positive about that because yeah. we both like are uh, running the same direction. So at some point, you know, we'll, we'll find the best solution for us. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess yeah, for anyone who's like are... in a similar position, what do you think, what would you like suggest? Like to, for people that are. Like how looking... do you discuss with your partner who's going to move? Because it is a difficult yeah. It can be a difficult conversation, but hopefully, I think the main thing is like you should have the same goal, which is like to live in the same place. Yeah, yeah. I think the main, yeah, the the most important thing is that both of the yeah. partners are, um, yeah, are available to mm. to move somewhere else you know yeah you need to be willing yeah like because i've also heard of situations where literally they people were living in the same country but people weren't willing to move from their city yeah exactly. and then that is going to break the relationship like if if one of you is not willing to move or i mean you know both of you makes it even more difficult but even if one of you is not willing to move then i think you need to identify like okay why is that person not willing to Mm -hmm. move is it because the relationship isn't important enough for them or is it because they have like other factors that genuinely make it impossible like their career only can take place in a specific place do they have like family they need to take care of you know etc obviously there's a lot of different circumstances um and i would say in terms of like when to bring it up i feel like honestly as bet- sooner rather than later because otherwise why are you continuing with a long distance yeah, relationship i agree yeah like i think that's the one thing you've got to have something to work towards yeah, for sure. And um, yeah, so I think, yeah, they both have to be, you know, willing to yeah. um, to to move. And then together yeah. we, as we did, basically, yeah. we, we find uh, the best solution in terms of opportunity, in terms of lifestyle, in terms of like us, like yeah. um, uh, falling in love with the city we are or, you know, yeah, we... Because obviously, I think if, for example, you know, we, I decided to move somewhere and you, even if you didn't want to move because, you know, you love me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it's like probably the relationship could break. You yeah, know? it would struggle. Yeah, for sure. Because I think in, especially in long distance relationship, when you didn't already live with a person or... Mm 
you know, really spend a lot of time together. I think the small choice or, you know, it's so important and you gotta try to be always in the same opinion about that or even different opinion but at the end of the day you gotta find a solution together otherwise yeah it doesn't work and also like accept that there that it's gonna be work and that you might have to make some sacrifices probably both of you will have to oh my gosh can you guys hear the sounds of the rain i feel like this is very mm-hmm. hopefully it's giving cozy vibes and not annoying background but Which, for us yeah. it feels quite cozy right it now it is actually Finishing our teas. We're so excited to share that this episode was actually made possible by our lovely sponsor, Be Wholesome. Be Wholesome is a wellness-focused brand created by a fellow TMD listener, her name is Bella, here in London, who actually drew from her own real mental health experiences when creating this brand. Be Wholesome offers sustainably made products that aim to help its users feel better. Currently, their range exists of affirmation postcards, which are super cute to share with your friends who might just need a little supportive message because, I mean, who doesn't, you know, or just as decoration or reminders in your room. They're also very aesthetic with little decorations, so super cute. And their main product is a daily journal with prompts. These prompts are designed to be non-triggering and genuinely supportive. And fun fact, they're actually made from recycled music sheet paper, which we found really cool. Another amazing thing is that 10% of the profits are actually donated to a UK mental health charity called Mind. And all products are also sustainably manufactured here in the UK, which is awesome. Yeah, as you can tell, we are very excited about this. And Be Wholesome fits perfectly with our Match Diaries values, so... Thank you guys for listening through this ad and we couldn't be happier to talk about them here. Even better is that we also actually have a discount code to share with you guys. Just have to type MATCHA10, all in caps, at checkout for 10% off your purchase. So now without further ado, back to the episode. Next question is, I feel like we've touched on this a little bit, but we can maybe touch on it a bit more. Your experience in the beginning versus your experience now. I think it's not about like in general long distance because this episode is about long distance. Yeah. But I think this question is could be like for in general relationships. It's uh, it's all about like knowing each other. So obviously after long time you you know better the person you know what can hurt her or him so you obviously you have to avoid (laughs) (laughs) so you do exactly that (laughs) no yeah but at the beginning for example you know i i i remember i i told you something that now i could never because i know you but for me it probably wasn't a big issue a big problem so yeah i think experience again makes a lot in terms of relationship sometimes you understand that it's it's not the right person sometimes you understand even more it's the one yeah so i feel like for me obviously every relationship has like different stages right like Mm. at the beginning it's super exciting and it's like the stage where i'd be sharing screenshots of like every single cute message that like marco would send me Mm -hmm. 
and then you know you get into like a little bit more serious territory but and for me I definitely struggled with just the commitment of itself like I remember really struggling with just the like the concept of being in a relationship again um so it's weird because for me our relationship itself has gotten so much easier so much like so much stabler and it's just improved like as time has continued on the other hand long distance Mm -hmm. has been more difficult because I feel like at the beginning honestly long distance not was fun but it had like a lot of positives because like both of us were just focused on like building our lives like our careers like you were changing jobs you know you were doing your master's still I was like you know, I, I kind of had like a couple of different job changes. I, I moved house. I was like still living in like London was really new to me. So I was making so many like new friends. And then it, there was just like this bonus effect, which was our relationship, which was like, oh, every every couple, you know, every month we get to see each other and have a great time. Yeah. That to be fair, it's not like the, the, the worst, you know, because yeah. obviously nobody would love to start a long distance relationship. But, yeah. you know, if you can choose and yeah. you still want to like try you know with this uh, this person uh, yeah. that is not where you where you live i think there's good um, op- it's a good opportunity you know because yeah um, it's not all bad exactly yeah obviously if i could choose i would <laughs> never but you know uh, our experience show shows that um it's not all bad and even the 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 kind of freedom you have especially at the beginning because yeah i think when you get into a relationship from being single and you live in the same city you know could sometimes be very uh, in a way suffocate yeah, yeah and i think often i mean we see this even like with like friends around us like you then start hanging out like you know 24 hours a day immediately Versus that didn't happen with us because obviously, I mean, we couldn't. For, yeah, for example, my group of friends, every time, yeah. like, uh, some of us uh, used to, like, date someone, disappeared. <laughs> yeah. So we were every time, like, oh, he, yeah. he's going to date someone, so he's going to disappear again. Yeah. So instead, like, our relationship, I mean, long distance relationship in general, it's different because obviously you, you have so much freedom yeah. in a way obviously you gotta be a commitment otherwise yeah. but also you know what that we already did talk about that that being in a especially at the beginning being in a long distance relationship it's a big commitment because yeah. you you are saying okay I'm gonna like decide to spend like uh, share all my love sexual activity as well just yeah. with a person that i see probably that i that i can meet probably one per month yeah and we are lucky yeah so it's like you know if it's not work yeah who would yeah. like to, to do it you know yeah so i agree it's a big proof of like love means that could be the the right partner yeah if it works because yeah. it's a big commitment without yeah. like have no benefit of being in a relationship actually yeah or, I mean very few yeah no I agree and then I feel like now it's actually gotten more difficult like I feel like I feel physical withdrawal symptoms now from like not yeah. being with you and I think just because our relationship is now so strong and we have spent like more time at 
you know, at once with each other. So now sometimes we're like with each other for like a week or something. So I feel like I've gotten used to what could, I've gotten a glimpse of like, what could life be like if we were always together? And that is beautiful. And what I'm, you know, I feel like are moving together so close now. It's like so close, we can almost reach it. But then, you know, it's just not quite there yet. So I feel like that's been a struggle for me more recently to miss you more and to just not know when finally is that next step gonna you know be take place so yeah I'm, I'm probably finding long distance harder now than I did at the beginning next one how have and do cultural differences affect our relationship like that's a, a big question. one yeah because yeah. obviously you're italian yeah i'm german i mean also half portuguese we, we don't know who you are <laughs> yeah then i've lived in london i honestly don't know my cultural experiences this is a very mixed one but i mean at the beginning first of all it was language barrier for sure it was yeah yeah but also obviously was mm, the biggest things was for sure the language barrier but at the same time probably also like the culture different was like pretty yeah pretty hard for us yeah how how was it from your experience like for example now the fact that (laughs) it's a silly thing but the fact that you don't not respect (laughs) but there's like fucking time for f meals but like your digestion is important. Marco you, hates how I eat my meals. But yeah, because she had like breakfast at three p.m. <laughs> and then lunch bad. at six or That's whatever. And then when she decided at midnight to eat something, <laughs> she had dinner. It's not working like that. It's not <laughs> healthy at all. I just want to caveat that that is not every day. <laughs> Fuck, it's a, <laughs> It's a lie for sure. <laughs> but I do have breakfast normally at like 11, 12. Which for you is like lunchtime. It's a little bit... No, but... Yeah. <sighs> Why you can like have breakfast as every single person all You don't even have breakfast. I drink a coffee in the morning. <laughs> I, that's, an, that's a problem yeah. of mine that I don't like make breakfast. I just drink a coffee. But yeah. breakfast, it's in the morning. Yeah. 12 is not morning anymore. For me, breakfast is just the first meal of the day. But yeah, it's... <laughs> Doesn't matter what Can time. you please, Matcha Girlie, send <laughs> a message to the... at Matcha Diaries on Instagram and say that that's a bullshit. Please agree with me. I love having my granola at 12 p.m. <laughs> or my pastries. No shame. Anyways, um... But yeah, cultural differences. I remember the first instance was probably the conversation around dating in the first place. I think mm-hmm. I've mentioned oh, this true. on the podcast before. But in like both in English culture even more, which obviously I've been used to for like the past couple of years, dating is very much defined by like different stages and like you talking about what stage you are in. So like, are you exclusive? And then you're like, oh, are you girlfriend, boyfriend? And I remember 
it was probably like two weeks or something or three weeks after we'd like said goodbye in Fuerteventura and I was like I don't know what to do like do I still get with other people blah 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 and then obviously I brought it up to you just to see what you were doing Mm -hmm. and I remember like my girlfriends were like no don't bring it up like it's way too soon because obviously like for English standards probably every British boy would be like I mean that's also probably a lie like I I think the right person wouldn't go off running that's Mm -hmm. I mean that's it's a cliche sentence but I also think it's true that like with the right person there's almost nothing you can do or say wrong because they'll you know you'll work through it they'll accept you and they'll love you regardless but I remember like having the conversation with you or like asking you like oh so what is you know what about you like are you you know still dating anyone else or I don't even know how I I asked it but I remember you saying that like oh obviously not because like we've been yeah I mean yeah if now I know that in England like of course like that but in Italy it's not like you ask oh we are exclusive or we are dating I don't know like even the the, all the stage but I know that there's different stage in Italy it's just that you know you start dating you start going out yeah you, you you kiss you know you you like start dating a person and uh, at some point it turned in a relationship like without asking or you know yeah. saying it just you feel when it's the right you yeah know, when when it's uh, the right moment arrived so i i was like i mean we were like um chatting every every day yeah from the morning to the to the night and we were calling every time we were sharing every, every thought i mean maybe at the beginning at the really beginning no but yeah I felt that, you know, that was uh, the the right commitment. And so when, when I think it's the right commitment, what, what, why I should like, date someone, yeah. someone else. Which I really like about Italian dating culture. Like, I think that's the right approach. I think German dating culture is like a little bit more similar. At least like when back when I was dating in Germany, mm-hmm. which bear in mind is also now like quite a few years ago. Um, I think it maybe also depends like whether you live in a big city or not. Because I feel like also... London and I've heard like New York is probably similar I don't know about like other European big cities but I feel like because there's so many options and you feel like everything is so limitless often people are like more scared of commitment on the whole what is like before uh, exclusive you're like in the talking stage or like in a situation what the fuck does it mean (laughs) like you you can fuck whatever and with who you want but at the same time you are like trying to... yeah that's the but thing because like people would probably awful. be mad like i've also had friends who've been in that situation and they found out that someone was still sleeping with another person then it ended so it's, it is a bit tricky but in theory you could like go on other dates with people and it's not like against the rules you know because you haven't discussed it's, it i don't know it's i i compl- probably it's like my culture you know yeah. it's super different but I completely don't get that. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I agree that it doesn't make the most sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think dating apps have, like, not helped. Because, again, here you've also said that, like, Italians don't really use a lot of yeah. dating apps, which is I mean, also quite different. I mean, I don't know, actually, Milan or... But yeah. Yeah. Here, the main city of Italy that I yeah. know is there's is not working at all. Yeah. Then other cultural differences. I mean, it's just been interesting, like, I think getting to know our families as well. Mm. Obviously, every time I come to see you, I do see your family as well because you live with 
your family mm -hmm. versus me I live on my own with my friends so it's been probably more difficult for you to spend time with my family yeah. versus the other way around Unfortunately, yes. but it's been really interesting for me at least to like get a glimpse into like Italian culture that's not a stereotypical movie type of view because I think Italian culture is probably one of those that are most frequently portrayed apart from like Americans and British yeah. in like movies and because it's so romanticized mm -hmm. and it's been for me really interesting to see it from like an insider's perspective and what do you think I mean first of all I think a lot of the stereotypes are true in like the like best what? way like the fact that you guys are so food fixated uh -huh. and I maybe this is also like a a your family type of thing but food is like it's like the fuel <laughs> of your body you talk a lot about like uh, body image it's the fucking fuel yeah you can walk without the fuel yeah. no I agree and so there's a big difference if you like go to the fuel station and I don't know how to fucking call that and like take uh, the, the shittest fuel you can have or a very very good meal yeah you know i agree it's there's a big difference so it's not about cultures but about like <laughs> uh intelligence no but it's also it is the mentality because i think a lot of times in like obviously there's an appreciation for good food in like a lot of different countries but i it's i was so funny i remember like being at like different dinners and obviously now i i now i understand italian a bit more but especially at the beginning i'd be like completely lost like would have no idea what all of you guys are talking about because your family mm -hmm. doesn't speak english So I'd be like asking Marco, like, oh, what are you guys like talking about? Because I'd be speaking like really heatedly. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, oh, we're just discussing the recipe for this <laughs> meal. Or like, what vegetable is your favorite? I remember that. <laughs> Or like, what wine are we drinking? But it's always like, and again, also like the passionate discussions. Like I very frequently think Marco and his mom are like having an argument, but they're just like talking about something. Yeah. But just very passionately <laughs> discussing okay, that, things. Yeah. <laughs> Um, that I can I can see yes yeah so I feel like that's been but I in general I love the Italian lifestyle I love how a bit more slow it feels in terms of I don't know I feel like you prioritize life and like mm -hmm. enjoyment and even like you as a person have that as well in you again probably also might be different in like a different city like whether it's like Rome or you mm -hmm. know a bit, bit of a bigger city because you live in in Venice for context Uh, or just outside Venice. But I feel like that's a really beautiful aspect that I think gets a bit lost, like in London and, you know, in the mm -hmm. bigger cities I've lived in, or even in the UK, where like so much is just always achievement oriented. And the achievement is not to, I don't know, have had an amazing lunch break, sipping your coffee, enjoying the sun. It's like to have worked through your lunch break, not have had food and just had coffee and then worked until 12 p.m. Like, yeah. you know, obviously that's not a healthy... Yeah, so toxic. Yeah, so, so I feel like that's... I've really enjoyed getting to know the culture and yeah. So that's been really interesting for me. I don't think it's really been a barrier to our relationship. I think it's been like an enrichment for me at least. Like I love that we're from different places because I feel like we can learn from yeah, each other. Definitely. Do you have anything that you learned like about my... But guess, again, culture, like or? you are... Yeah. I can tell which culture you come from because yeah. you are like a mix of different things. Yeah. I would say like I learned how to be like so open-minded and yeah. very international mindset because I think what like your mm, 
yeah, your culture is a mix of different things because mm-hmm. you also travel a lot. You you are half German, half Portuguese, <laughs> slash African. So <laughs> it's like, and you lived in UK for so long. So I think for sure, what about what I learned about you in terms of culture is like, yeah, to be super open-minded, to have this uh, international mindset, which is like, you know, it's, for example, here where I live is not that common. Yeah. I probably always have, you know, something like that because otherwise we probably would never, you know, uh, start in dating. Yeah. Because obviously we have something similar. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, I learned a lot about that kind of things to you. Yeah. From you. Love it. Okay. Next. Mm. Should we do one more question? Which one do you want to do? This one or this one? Last question for this episode. God. I'm sweating. (laughs) See, podcasting is not an easy business, is it? Do you know how um, increased empathy for me and Cara? No. Wow. Okay, fine then. Um, last question. Tips on long-distance friendships and long-distance relationships. So mm. just like tips in general. Maybe we can do a different episode on like friendships because I do feel like that's maybe a, that's kind of a whole different topic because often you're not only entertaining like one friend, for, you know. Yeah. Um, but I have also, I'm, and I know me and Cara both have obviously got experience with like long distance friendships. So maybe we'll park that for like the mm-hmm. next episode, yeah. but tips in general on like long distance relationships go. The first is always like we, we are always tied to repeat, but it's like communication. Yeah. It's like how to build a, a solid long distance relationship. And I yeah. mean, it's the key to be fair of our relationship for sure. Yeah. Because, which is like fun. Yeah. Because like, I think for six months, <laughs> even more, you know, probably for the first year, <laughs> uh, I was like translating every single message I couldn't like, I was so stressed to message you, but at the same time, you know, it works out. So yeah. Uh, yeah. Communication. Every time we, we had, I think we learned more from our tiny argue. Yeah. We had then like in, uh, in a lovely day, you know, yeah. because yeah, we always from the beginning, since the beginning, who knows why? Probably because <laughs> we both knew that uh, again, like there's no point to be committed, committed, yeah. Commit? yeah, committed, committed with a, a person that you know it's in another country and I don't know betrayed or yeah. you know be like it's stupid. So I think like. The communication since the beginning yeah. was like so uh, clever, so you know transparent, and that's probably the the main reason why we yeah. are here. We are still here because yeah. we always talk about everything. We always share everything, like every every thought we have. Sometime even too much. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely mine. But I, because I feel like that's been it for me. Like in, because my biggest learning from my last relationship was pro- just holding back too much, and you know maybe a fear of like being too much, not knowing what to share. And I feel like my biggest tips for relationships in general, to be fair, is just 
to ask the question, to share the thoughts, even though maybe your friends say that you shouldn't, you know, don't listen to what society or like your girlfriends say that, you know, you that's maybe too much to share or, you know, for, for me at least, those are probably the things that are worth sharing and that's probably the ones, the conversations that are going to be the most difficult but they're going to be the ones that like bring you forward the most mm -hmm. and not like holding back anything. Like if I found a specific comment you made or a phrase, it like rubbed me the wrong way, mm -hmm. then I will bring it up and like discuss it with you. Cause often it's just a misunderstanding. It, yeah. It um, was actually. yeah, but it's otherwise it would have just festered in me, you know, which I probably would have done previously. Uh, I just got a new mosquito bite. That's wonderful. I've been, I'm like being bitten so much here. God. Um, Your blood is probably too good. Honestly, I've always had this. My blood clearly is like super sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm scared. Um, so yeah, communication, being honest, not holding anything back. Mm -hmm. I think also always like scheduling in time. Oh, yeah. Which at the beginning we were like super straight in with these rules. Now yeah. we are like... Yeah, so, true. Because I remember that, like, the first, probably the first year, yeah. we were, like, every time we we meet each other, yeah. we needed to, like, before say goodbye, we needed to have another, mm. uh, like, trip or another uh, meeting already booked. Yeah. And we were, like, pretty, like, good at it because yeah. we never, like, um, skip once. Yeah. Then obviously now it's like we we know you know that uh, as soon as we can we we come to, yeah. to meet each other. But at the beginning it was like a, a good thing, and actually worked quite a lot. Yeah, at the beginning we also to like keep it fair. We also did like we took turns more, so mm -hmm. it'd be like first me, then Marco, etc., yeah. etc. Now it's again it's more just like whoever has time so. can come. Um, but again, I think that also helped at the beginning to not make it feel like there's only one person putting yeah. in all also, the effort. Also, yeah, that is pretty important, I think. Yeah. Yeah, the balance has to be right yeah. in the in the middle. Never yeah. like be like. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it it could be a bit frustrating, I think, especially in a long distance relationship. Yeah. I'd also say like find your own patterns in terms of like how much communication you need because like for us I think from the beginning we've messaged quite a lot we FaceTimed quite a lot so. I feel like our FaceTimes have like ramped up even more <laughs> recently like we just stay on call but I also know a friend of mine who like they only message probably like twice a day but then they message like super big chunks and that works for them mm -hmm. and it might not work for us or I know another friend who's um, another colleague actually who's like doing long distance to Korea And she said that she actually really enjoys that like after 4 p.m. She knows like he's gone to bed. So then she has like her whole evening to herself. But then, you know, they like message for like a brief period when like they're both awake and then she goes to work. He's like doing whatever. So again, it's also not don't compare yourself to other people's patterns of messaging and, and figure yeah, out true. what like for both of you works to feel like you're still close. Because I think that's like something that's quite difficult or like you just have to figure out how to find ways to still feel close and connected. And for, for us, that's like sending each other updates throughout the day so that like we know what the other person's doing. But for you, that might be like at the beginning of the day, your partner sends you a message of like, this is what I'm going to be up to today at these times, like speak to you later tonight or something. Yeah. And that's also okay. It's just yeah, like, that's a good point. Wow. 
Look at me. My intelligent, hot podcaster. Oh my god. More compliments for me. Um, let me think, because I, I think I wrote down a couple of more like thoughts I had on this. Oh, actually, I didn't write these down. This was long distance advice from AI. <laughs> That's quite funny. Oh yeah, I asked long distance advice from Notion AI. Mm -hmm. So shall I read out? Yeah. Shall I read out the points? First one was communicate openly and honestly about your feelings and insecurities. We agree with this. We've just yeah, we yeah. touched on it. Set aside dedicated time to communicate with your partner and make the most of it. Which I, I agree. I think it doesn't have to be like oh at six p.m. every day. Yeah, we cool yeah. because I think that's too rigid. But yeah, again. It's I think in every relationship, you gotta just try to understand and make compromise and yeah. don't be too much uh, like, don't, don't force the other person yeah. in the relationship. Otherwise, you probably, you know, um, have the, the opposite yeah. result. Yeah, push so. them away. Yeah, I feel like I like the make the most of it part, though, because I think that is definitely something we've both focused on. Like when we're together, we're very focused on each other. We're... Oh, yeah. For you know, sure. we're like, less on uh, our phone. Yeah, a tip for a long-distance relationship is that when you are together, like, completely, fully yeah. focus on yeah. the partner. Because you know that, I mean, it's unnatural things, but sometimes, you know, you could also... I remember, like, at the beginning, yeah. you used to spend uh, uh, some time, you know, with your phone. And yeah. it was like... I mean, I'm here. I yeah. flew to, to London. Or I remember that was actually you. an argument we had. I stayed like at work drinks and oh, you were there. Yes. Yeah. And again, something that I, like, I wouldn't do now. Yeah, um, true. But I mean, I was there waiting yeah. for you and you were like, oh, I'm having fun with college. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's definitely <laughs> a learning. No, yeah, for sure. It's like uh, spending time and like, Honestly, I mean, otherwise, you know, don't be in, in a long distance relationship. But when you are, you know, in a long distance relationship and you spend time with the partner, you gotta be completely like, yeah, in the you gotta feel you are in the right place and you would never like, yeah, be somewhere else. Yeah, I agree. And actually, maybe I feel like that's also a good tip in terms of like knowing whether someone's the right person for you, like, or at least mm -hmm. like at that moment, is like when you're spending time with them do you feel like that's the place you want to be? You know, there's no other place, no other person you'd rather be with, you know, doesn't matter if like your friends are having like the party of the year and you're spending time with your partner, I don't know, somewhere else. But, you know, it's like I, yeah. that feeling of like you're in the right place mm -hmm. with the right person. Um, and I, I would also say with like in terms of like making the most of it, I don't think that has to mean that you have to be like, happy and like positive all the time because I think that can also be like so much pressure you know like mm -hmm. it you can still have a bad day whilst being present with your partner like you can't control that there's going to be ups and downs and nor should you because then that would be like not honest <laughs> we could uh, we, we experience quite a lot yeah like we've had like ups and downs and like bad days and good days in terms of like mood wise when we've been together but sure. the main thing is just like yeah you're present with each other in that time okay other AI tips <laughs> Make an effort to visit each other in person as often as you can. Agree. We've already speak to, spoken about this. Mm -hmm. Find ways to maintain intimacy, such as sending care packages or having virtual date nights. I mean, we've never done this, but I think it's a cute idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. Um, like virtual date nights, I think is... is could be cute. I think what, <laughs> what I do love to do is like when we have... When we're like on FaceTime in an evening where both of us have our own stuff to do, but we're still like together. 
you know so yeah, like I remember like an evening you were making a present for your sister and I was mm-hmm. I don't know what I was doing I was probably doing something for the podcast or, or reading, reading. Yeah. and but we were just like on call no that's beautiful yes and I think that is really sweet yeah maybe like a date or like you know a dinner would be yeah. a bit awkward <laughs> but I know people who've done that as well yeah okay but I remember like even painting doing, dates or... yeah also during lockdown I remember yeah. we were calling with our with my friend and we were yeah. like sometimes eating too it's a bit awkward <laughs> no I mean if you if there's no other option yeah okay, maybe it's something but I don't know yeah I just find it a bit awkward yeah then trust each other give each other space to live your own lives agree very important yeah. focus on the positive aspects of the relationship and remember why you're doing it I like that yeah wow for the, thank you AI yeah we are like the perfect <laughs> long distance couple. 10 out of 10 yeah um okay I feel like we can wrap it up here yes please <laughs> I need a shower <laughs> Marco's exhausted from being on the podcast. God, it's fucking stressful. <laughs> no? I, I don't find it that I stressful. I mean, yeah, okay, <laughs> but you did 200 episodes. <laughs> For me, it's the first one. It's fucking stressful. Are you planning on coming on again? Or was it too stressful? Another two years, probably. Another two yeah. years. Oh, my God. Okay, guys, let us know uh, how Marco <laughs> did on this episode. Give your honest reviews. Yeah, please. Be... Hard. Be hard. Be harsh. <laughs> Be hard. <laughs> okay. Joke about. <laughs> I love you. Yes, yes. Okay, we're gonna go now. We're having dinner with his family later today. I'm gonna go see the baby, oh, yes. aka Marco's sister's baby. And I'm very excited to have some very good food too. Oh yeah. Big plus of your family being <laughs> Italian. <laughs> and wine as well. Oh yeah. Yeah, because your father is a sommelier. Yeah. So, perks, you know, living through all the perks. Uh-huh. So, yeah, hope you're having a good day, week, month, whatever. Yeah, long di- <laughs> have a nice uh, long-distance relationship. Yes, we're sending you love and support. We're going through it. No, too. it's not. It's awful. Leave the yeah. long-distance relationship Leave right it. now. Um, love you lots and speak to you soon. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Ciao.